Hello and welcome to the Evil Lawyer's Guide to Life. I am the Evil Lawyer and you are not. As always, anything you hear on this show should not be taken as legal advice. I am not your lawyer, at least not right now. And if I am your lawyer, I'm not talking to you. If you need a lawyer, get a lawyer. This is intended for entertainment purposes only. You can find us on Facebook at Evil Lawyer's Guide, on the web at www.evillawyersguide.com, on Twitter at Evil Law Guide. Like I always say, I never really tweet, but I'm always all over Facebook. If you uh, tweet me and I don't tweet, tweet, uh, tweety bird, I, whatever. You know what? I just don't do Twitter. I, I just never got into it. Maybe I'll get into whatever the next thing is. I think that's TikTok. I don't know. I'm old. All right. So, you know, if you're like 15 and you know what the next thing is, uh, tell someone who's 18 and have them email me about it. Like I said, uh, Facebook at Evil Lawyers Guide, web www.evillawyersguide.com. And I'm just going to leave off the Twitter. You can also find me and us at 844-EVIL-LAW. That's a good place to start if you're looking for an attorney. And uh, I'm sure that some of you could use legal representation because I read your emails. <laughs> and I know a lot of you could use legal representation. Keep on sending them. I love reading them. And um, we're going to do a, as we cross our anniversary, we're going to do a kind of viewer's voice, sort of me answering some of the crazier emails. Um, I've been saving them up, the really nutty ones. The ones that get sent to me by folks at 3.30 in the morning who are talking real fast and walking real slow. Okay, today we're going to talk about something that's all in the news right now, and that's called qualified immunity. And there's a bunch of people screaming that, we have to get rid of qualified immunity. And there's a bunch of people who have no idea what in the hell qualified immunity is. And that probably includes most everyone. So if you're getting your information from the mainstream media, you probably think that qualified immunity means that someone who works for the government, now today it's particularly aimed at uh, police officers, but Anyone who works for the government can do anything to you they want, and you can't do anything about it, and they won't get in trouble, and you can't sue them. They can come into your house and say, hey, Bob, how's your day going? And you can be like, fine, Fred, who's wearing a badge, my day's terrific. And then Fred just pulls out his gun and kills your entire family and takes a dump on your dead body and walks out with your television and your estate can't even sue him and he will not be charged and blah, blah, blah. And that's what you'd be led to believe if you are on the liberal side of the mainstream media, which pretty much includes all of it. But if you're on the conservative side of the mainstream media, you would probably be led to believe that the exact same thing would happen, but the guy might get charged with something which he'll probably get away with because unions. <laughs> I watch this. Look, I can only watch so much of it. I got a friend who's a surgeon, and he can't watch medical shows. And I'm a lawyer, and I can't watch people talk about the law when they're wrong without it raising my blood pressure to, like, 
4,000 over a million or whatever. Um, but I, I, I saw um, th th that hag show where all those god-awful women get on and yap. There's like three or four of them, but I think this was the, the OG one, the, the, the view, and they were yapping about this, and none of them had the clue on what the hell they were talking about. Um, and also, I, I've gotten a couple of messages from people about qualified immunity and COVID, which is kind of interesting, would make a really good stand-up comedy bit uh, on whether or not you qualify for COVID immunity. <clears throat> but no, it has nothing to do with COVID. It is all about uh, a legal concept. So uh, since MSM or mainstream media has told you that qualified immunity means that agents of the government to wit cops are immune from anything they do to you no matter what it is and that is a big fat lie goes so far beyond misconception it is a lie it's not a mistake it's not a oops it's a big fat lie i'd like to use a different f word than fat but i'm trying to keep this page off the sensor radar <clears throat> and yeah, I've still got some kind of a cold thing going on. It's not the COVID, but if I keep clearing my throat, it's because of that. And no, don't edit it out. I'm looking at my producer. Just leave it in. You know, they're probably all clearing their throats too. Um, at least it means I'm still breathing. So uh, you've you've been fed a bill, of, sold a bill of goods, f given a bunch of lies, whatever about what qualified immunity is. Qualified immunity means that. If a public official acts in good faith and believes that their conduct is authorized by law and they happen to have been wrong, they are not held accountable in civil court. It has nothing to do with criminal court. If a public official violates the law, they violate the law. And if the legal authority, usually district attorney, in their county decides that there has been a violation of the law they'll put it in front of a grand jury if it's a felony or they'll just write an information if it's not and if the grand jury thinks there's probable cause that there was a violation of the law they will indict them and then they will go into the criminal justice system and either plead out be found guilty or be found not guilty now an aside not guilty is not innocent Ask O.J. Simpson. You can be found not guilty, but you're not found innocent. You can be found not guilty in a criminal court and later be held liable in a civil court because criminal courts require proof beyond a reasonable doubt, whereas civil courts only require proof of a, a, by a preponderance of the evidence. At, yeah, it's hard to say. Basically, a preponderance of the evidence means a little teensy tiny amount, more than 50% likely that you did it, okay? Whatever the you did is, whether it's negligent, intentional, whatever. Like I said, ask OJ and Goldman's dad because they, they know all about it. You can be found not guilty in a criminal court, and you can be found civilly liable. But back to qualified immunity. Qualified immunity does not deal with criminal liability. It only deals with civil liability. 
Do you remember my show about how you should take down the sticker from the back of your truck in the front of your house that say, never mind the dog, beware of owner? And I talked about how even if someone is breaking into your house with a gun in one hand and a dildo in the other intending to murder and rape your entire family and you shoot them in the face and it's a completely righteous shoot and therefore you're not criminally liable and the DA looks at it and either declines to present to the grand jury or they does present it to the grand jury, which I think is a better thing, and they decline to indict how you're going to get sued by the family of the dirtbag criminal who broke into your house because they're going to find some civil law shyster, and not all civil lawyers are shysters. Some of them are my friends. And they're going to sue the ever-living shit out of you for killing this uh, dirtbag criminal who's probably got a record longer than the dildo he had in the hand that wasn't holding the gun uh, for everything you've got. And their attorney, civil shyster, I mean the civil, civil attorney, is going to present photos of your come and take it flag and your never mind the dog beware of owners protected by Smith and Wesson, I'll shoot you in the face if you look at me funny, stickers to the jury and he's going to say, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, this guy, this guy over here, he may not have been held accountable by the criminal court, but he should be held accountable by you. Because look at these pictures. He was dying for somebody to get to try anything. He was waiting for someone to break into his house. He's all about revenge. He's all about murder. He just, was just waiting for someone to do it so he could pop a chunk of lead in their face. And you know what? That stuff works in front of juries. You know how I know this? Because I've been in front of lots of juries. Um, so I did a whole show about you know, stupid things you shouldn't do if you arm yourself. And, of course, the really stupid thing, in my humble opinion, is not to arm yourself unless you're legally prohibited from having arms. No offense to our armless people. I mean, literally armless. If you don't have arms, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking as arms as guns. So, kind of like what I was saying there, while it may be cute and everything to have those stickers all over your truck or, you know, that flag in front of your house or tell people, you know, how you just on, go on social media and be like, I'd shoot that guy in the face. It's a really bad idea because if you actually have to shoot somebody in the face, it, it's going to hurt you criminally a little bit, but it's, it's going to kill you civilly. So back to qualified immunity. Qualified immunity is civil law, right? So qualified immunity is... Fred the cop breaks into your house, shoots you in the face. He thought he was going into a drug dealer's house, but he wasn't. And qualified immunity is going to give him some level of protection on the civil side when you sue him for shooting him in the face. Actually, that's, that's probably a lousy example. That's an extreme example. That's a mainstream media example. If you haven't already heard it, there's a couple of cases where this has actually happened, and they're the ones that everyone keeps citing. Oh, the cop was uh, aiming at the family dog, and he shot the 10-year-old girl, and she died. And the family dog was harmless. Well, I've read that case. The family dog was a pit bull. He'd bitten people before and was supposed to have been put down. 
but they didn't have him put down because they don't follow the law, and the officer was aiming at this vicious animal that was trying to tear his leg off, and somehow, I believe it was a ricochet, and did hit and did kill a a 10-year-old child, which is a horrible tragedy, but you know, you're not getting all the facts. It's kind of like the McDonald's case you know, a few decades ago, and the old lady dropped her coffee and got burned and got paid. And everyone was like, I cannot believe she got that much money. Have you seen the pictures? She had third-degree burns all over her crotch from her <clears throat> all the way to her knees. If you don't believe me, hit pause right now and Google McDonald's coffee burn pictures. And I hope you have it just eaten. Because the damage was horrible. She had to have skin grafts. But the mainstream media, they leave that out. You know, the, the, they, they make it sound like the cop drew down on a Yorkie. And, it, and it, while it was being held by a 10-year-old girl and just killed both of them and said, nah, screw it, and went down and got a donut and a coffee. That's not what happened. But since everyone's too lazy to do any research anymore, you just all you get is what's filtered through the colander of, of mainstream media and let me tell you, those holes in the colander have a certain shape, and you're only getting a certain news. You know, this whole, like, <laughs> I keep waiting for them to change the rules of procedure so that when you go to court, you'll have to swear to tell your truth, your truth, and nothing but your truth. You know what? There is no your truth. There's the truth, okay? But anyway, back to qualified immunity. Like I said, if a public official, we'll just call him a cop, if a cop acts, acts in good faith and believes that their conduct is authorized by law and happens to have made a mistake, either a mistake of fact or a mistake of law, then they're not held accountable civilly. What does this mean? This means that if you get pulled over and, in fact, say you're radar going 65 and the police officer was of the impression that it was a 45-mile-an-hour zone, but you were no longer in the 45-mile-an-hour zone. That was back of ways. You can't sue him. Are you see where I'm going with this? Because at the end, I'm going to tell you where all this leads. If we remove qualified immunity, I'm going to tell you where, where this is all going to go. It also does account for... Uh, it it does help. Let me rephrase that. It does prevent lawsuits against officers who go to the wrong address on a drug raid. Now, there are ways to get around that, and if you listen to the 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 case law, which I'm not going to go over, but if you pay attention to the case law. There, there's a requirement of good faith, and the requirement of good faith pretty much takes out, you know, e- extreme negligence. It, basically, people are going to say, well, this is a, I was just following orders. Remember Nuremberg? Well, it's a little bit different. Um, if you're a police officer and you're higher up orders you to go out and kill somebody, and you do it, then you're not acting in good faith, and there's no way you could believe that your conduct was authorized by law. So we're talking about basically qualified immunity protects public officials, police officers, and other public officials. It's not just police officers. It's public officials. 
It protects them from mistakes made in good faith and in the belief that their conduct was authorized by law. Notice that that's entirely different from the narrative you're being delivered by mainstream media that this is basically a get-out-of-jail-and-get-out-of-liability-free card. No, it's not. It's only a get-out-of-liability-free card, and only a get-out-of-liability-free card if the acts were done in good faith and under the belief that the acts were authorized by law. Where this really comes down is if a public official makes an error of law, and you got to remember, most public officials, and, and this goes all the way from the DMV clerk, all the way to the police officer, all the way to the chief, all the way to most unelected public officials are not lawyers unless they're public, uh, you know, government lawyers, but they can make mistakes in their belief that their conduct is authorized by law. And this is what protects them from a veritable tsunami of lawsuits. Can you imagine? Because this is where we're going. Uh, we're going to go there first in New York, and it's not like they don't have enough problems already. But, you know, they're releasing inmates. They're releasing violent offender inmates at a rapid clip, and at the same time, they are getting rid of their qualified immunity statutes. Now, this is also federal, so we're going to have to see how this plays out and probably what's going to end up in the Supreme Court in a few years. The, the keys are in good faith and believing the conduct is authorized by law. So if you take this away, then a public official acting in good faith is still civilly liable for any kind of mistake they may have made. A public official believing their conduct was authorized by law is still civilly liable. Now, this is, qualified immunity is a defense, so it has to be pled. So you can't have a public official sued for something and the lawsuit just evaporates. It's not like you go down and file it and the computer kicks it back and says, you can't sue them, they're a public official. What are you, nuts? You file it. And the attorney for the county or the city or the state or, or whatever organization, public organization that official works for, files a motion to dismiss based on qualified immunity. So this isn't, this doesn't, they're leading you to believe that this closes the courtroom doors. This has been law since the 1960s. And People routinely sue and win against cities, counties, states, the federal government over the actions of public officials. This has in no way closed the door. What it does is sieve out a lot of nuisance lawsuits. A lot of people who would be in court because they got pulled over at a 45 because the officer made a mistake and thought it was a... a you know, they got pulled over in a 55 because the officer made a stake and thought it was a 45, and they were going 65. The, the tsunami of nuisance lawsuits will not only shut down the court system, there'll be another burden on the back of law enforcement. And in case you haven't noticed, uh, all of the states on the left coast and the east coast are trying to 
eviscerate. And you know what? Some of the Midwestern states, the, the super liberal mis- Midwestern states, are trying to eviscerate and actually remove law enforcement. Uh, Berkeley is now using quasi-social workers to pull people over on the roads. And I just want to see how that's going to go because I drive really fast and I ain't pulling over for a social worker and I doubt anyone else is either. And considering that one of the most dangerous things right up there with domestic violence calls an officer can do is pull someone over, I wonder what's going to happen when a bunch of those people die. Is uh, is California still going to be calling for qualified immunity to be removed? Because it would apply to their social workers. Especially when these people who are completely untrained screw up really bad and cause a multi-car pileup and a bunch of people die. All right? So qualified immunity has been around, like I said, um, for more than 50 years, and there are still plenty of judgments being paid by people who are mistreated by public officials, including law enforcement. So don't let anybody tell you that this keeps someone who's been injured by law enforcement or any other public official away from the courthouse door. It most certainly does not. And with that, if you want a part two where I go further in depth on the law on this, shoot me an email. I'm going to wrap this one up and tell you all to have an evil day.